This is the Art of Warcast, a podcast about Legend of the Five Rings, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Opus, Carl Anderton, and Doug Keister. Episode 55, Carl's Dragon Punch. All right, welcome. I'm Tobin Opus. I'm Carl Anderton. I'm Doug Keister. What are you up to today, Carl? Well, well, we have Lion Cards to talk about, Dragon Cards to get excited about, we'll talk about the restricted list updates, but only a bit because we've been there and done that, and lastly, FFG announced the world's events as well as the world's prizes. Yes, 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 and the, and the, and the astute listener with the uh, discriminating ear will notice that we are doing this electronically, <laughs> so we're not actually in the same, same room. Discriminating uh, ear, nice, I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, we did the interview with Tyler. And if you haven't so, listened to it, go do it right now. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> that was so much fun. One one thing I do want to say there is that that took me about six hours to edit because I had had the settings on one recording a little bit off. So then no I, I jumped between one one recording and another because I sounded good on one but you all sounded like you were yelling down a tunnel of electricity on the on that one, and then the vice vice versa was true. You were the three of you were coming in clear, and I was coming in like I was yelling through a fan. So yeah. uh, I did a lot of editing on that, and I, I we were proud of the content of the interview. I and I'm okay with how it turned out quality wise, idea wise. But oh yeah, so oh, yeah. But there were a lot of fun moments. Hope you enjoyed that. But yeah, I've done a, I've done a little bit of a work like that, and you, Doctor Frankenstein, that thing quite <laughs> quite quite impressively. It was like, yes, wow. I did. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was I was. Th- it took me it took me about three minutes to do one minute of of editing. So uh, actually, it ended up being about five and a half hours after all was said and done. So Yuch. it was rough. <laughs> Anyhow, on to the new on to the new hotness, which are right as as all of this was happening, right as the restricted list update was coming up and the RG was being updated. Um, and, and again, a shout out to Tyler for for being so accommodating to us and letting us interview him and do that special episode. Um, we, we really enjoyed it. But w- along with all that stuff that was happening came the lion cards. The lion card, yes. the lion pack cards were "quote unquote" released virtually, right, uh, on Card Game DB, so folks can print off proxies and start playing, start play testing if that's your if that's your uh, thing, and mm-hmm. um, the Jigoku team can also go ahead and and start in on it. Now it's going to take them a long time because those are a lot of interactions in those things, so. It's going to be an interesting run up to worlds. <laughs> it's really yeah, you, what the end is. The oh my word! Yeah, I mean, looking back over these now, and I, I just started. We'll talk about it a little bit later on. But I just started mm-hmm. playing some Dragon Monk stuff during the week, and right. I'm now looking at the set, going, "Yes, yes, I think these are going in." To yeah. Say the least. Yeah. And, yeah. And oh yeah. Since we since we talked, the dragon dragon cards were um, uh, more spoilered, right? The dragon pack was announced, and and uh, six or seven of those cards were spoiled. So that was really cool. You're excited about which one are you excited about, Carla? I mean, take your pick. I mean, like in terms of just solid, cool characters, the austere exemplar, a uh, three, two military, three political, zero glory, unusual for a monk. Um, action during a conflict, most his character is attacking. Spend one fate to an unclaimed ring. Take three actions. Oh right, 
Okay. So that's a yeah. little, little, little get, get set up trick, and it's nice to have a low glory monk because if you do get this on it, they get completely nailed. You know, right? Um, the, the high glory is a benefit, but it's a downside. Um, vine tattoo, another zero cost attachment tattoo. Basically, attach it to a small character. That character cannot be chosen the target of keywords or abilities triggered from characters with an equal or higher printed cost, and it's plus political. So that guards your little tricky monks against a variety of nice little tricks as well. Ah, is that what it does? Is that because I, I I kept reading that and didn't really understand what the heck it was going on. So all right, yeah, that's yeah, that's there for your um, Togashi mendicants and initiates and all that. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And then Togashi Hoshi. So I mean, I saw this guy for the first time, and if you've seen the text, we'll walk for it just now. It's like it's um, a six action. coster, yeah. He's a six six cost six, six coster like daimyo equivalent power level, but not a daimyo, you know. Um, no attachments except a monk or tattoo action. Detach an attachment from a character you control and turn it into a character. If that card has the printed attachment card type, its military and political skills are equal to its printed political and um, military skill modifiers and it has zero glory yes. or as i put it when i first saw this <laughs> i look forward to the first moment when a um ornate fan is recognized in court <laughs> like, that's yeah, just amazing that was... <laughs> that's the funniest did, thing did you notice though what his traits are yes creature for starters because he's covered in <laughs> tattoos right you know <laughs> like as, as we saw from the story they're half in charge you know so yeah my word, yeah. Well, I just read that. I'm like, that's that's. I just need to break a stronghold with a fine katana. That's, that now has to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody else gets bowed, but your fine katana <laughs> somehow like, manages to <laughs> province. I'm like, that's the best thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. That's pretty uh, cool. Dude. The vine tattoo art is amazing. Yeah, it it's, takes a minute or two, doesn't it? Yeah, it's stunning. Yeah. Yep. Um, and now this is, of course, uh, and uh, just about every podcast or jokes about this, but it's a podcast, and we, we're sitting here talking about the beauty of the cards. Right? Uh, of course, yes. uh, audio delivery, but we're talking about the beauty of the cards, and they really do evoke a a mystery. And I think uh, that's I hope that's what they were going for because that's what it resonates with me. Is the vine tattoo is this this creature that's not quite there? You see a bit of him, but not. Or a bit of him or her, but not the whole thing. Uh, the exemplar is is above such things as worldly delight. Doing the Buddha thing. Yep. yep. And then you have Hoshi just sitting there concentrating, and basically his skin is on fire, and the fire is green. That's really cool. <laughs> yep. Awesome and, stuff. And is that a dragon behind him? Yes, that, that is. That is? Yeah, yeah, it looks, it looks like a serpentine dragon. Yeah. Cool. There's a more winged serpent one on the dragon tattoo proper. So, yeah, it's good art. Like, it really is. Oh, yeah. uh, there, but this game has never had bad art. I don't think. Yeah. No, I mean, re- I've, I've done a lot of deck rebuilding recently. So I mean, just going back through card after card after card, and like half the time it was like, stop, had one to Jackie. I'm like, look at this. You know, these things are just fantastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they are. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just staring at stuff now, going years. <laughs> and yeah, um. I guess I should start firing out. I, I've had a bit of a renaissance moment for last week or so. We have some games back in at the cafe, finally. We've had a couple of handful of people playing there. One local's Josh Cooper. Had some... What did he do? We had a lion cross deck, lion scorpion deck. One of the weird fun ones. He likes throwing stuff in there. Mm-hmm. And a unicorn 
Unicorn something, but it didn't really matter what the something was because he was playing the Money for Days setup. So all I got was people on horses and lots of them. Repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was a that was a my opponent had one on the left loss with the monks. It was like just couldn't squeak that last takeout. Yeah, so, great, great little game. Both of them awesome. So, yeah, but yeah I mean, getting some darn good games in down there, and some good stuff. And what do you think about the High House of Light, the Stronghold, the plus three? <clears throat> Strength Stronghold with 11 Honor, 7 Influence, right? This is the action during a conflict, Baldus Stronghold. Choose a participating monk character you control. That character cannot be chosen as a target of an events, of an opponent's event this conflict. If you have played 5 or more cards this conflict, also move one fate from the ring to that character. Holy shit. Knowing, knowing a lot of the monk cards are more during a conflict. That's a lot. Yeah. That's one of the ones I was looking out at. And again, having played a little bit of Monk, I kind of get that. Monks, you can end up doing a fairly swarmy-style Dragon Monk play. Because right. they are cheap. You can honor them up. You can get them into politicals. You can reuse them so you can get... Well, actually, it's a little bit more like playing Kaiden Bayushi with Scorpion. That you're reusing a character or two as much as you can. And, like, uh, things uh, like... and so there aren't... aren't there? And a lot of the cards, the events that, that the Monks play, the Monk deck has, are cantrips. So you're drawing another card, right? So yeah, exactly. hitting the five or more cards would probably be pretty easy. Yeah, I mean it's generally, generally I was I, I was going know. zero. Yeah. Uh. I was going zero event stuff, zero event, zero attachments. Mm -hmm. A lot of the attachments benefit turning up during the conflict, you know, obviously Hawk tattoo, other effects when they arrive at the right moment, stuff like that. The the new vine tattoo is the same sort of deal. Um, although that's probably perfectly reasonable to put it out mid-conflict. And as you say, as you're cantripping into them, you're comboing out. And uh, what's his name? Um, Togashi Mitsu, with his reusing a Kiho tattoo mm -hmm. card. Yep. I mean, he's the classic He's the classic reason that you get two or three cards played in in, in, in quick succession. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's totally doable. Um, and again, I look, I look at that one there like, I look at High House like Kaiden Bayushi. The, it's got a secondary effect. If you fire that, great, that's very nice. No argument there. But the top part is the bit you care about. Is getting a monk in, getting them non-debuffed, basically. Mm -hmm. Getting them non-messed with, non-bowed, non-sent home, and getting them to do the job. Yeah. Right. Like mid-sized towers, basically, is what I would say. Yeah, I've I've been challenged, you know, and, and I'm not I'm not the most imaginative most imaginative player in the world, but I've been challenged to find a way to be like, okay, yeah, that's what we can do with this. That's where this happens. Um, I can mm -hmm. do that with I, I can do that with crab and and to some extent crane, but I cannot. I'm challenged to do this with dragon, just because I haven't played him very much, right? My cut in there, looking at it, there's a whole bunch of covert in dragon monk. Yeah. So a, so a single attacker flying in on their own, having bounced the ones. The opponent goes, I don't care. I've got X big card in hand. Well, they have to play it first. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. It has, to, it has to be the opening hit. So for sure. Yeah, we'll and, see. and plus strength. I mean. Well, and, and there's also there's also so many things like Void Fist, like Void Fist on the other side oh, of the table, yeah. right? So yeah, yeah. you can use that High House of Light to just prevent, like, okay, I'm immune. I don't care if I'm going to remove a fade from you or not. I'm immune. I'm going to do this first. Then I'm going to play all my cards. And, and that goes only for playing cards. So if you have cancels or you have Defend Your Honors that you're playing, then those count towards the five. So if you can cancel some of your opponent's events or opponent's actions, then <laughs> I guess it's actually events and cards played. Right? That would be the that would be the big deal. Yeah, I mean, like it's physically getting card out of hand. You're quite right. Getting far, having having a hand of cards to be able to spend five, 
we talked about cantrips, getting them played and getting them done in time to trigger it to get mm-hmm. the second effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like I say, I think the bottom ring is the bonus part. That's the nice bit, as it were. Yeah, yeah. That top effect. That top effect is the big like. Yes. Yeah. Also, yeah. move one fate from a ring to that character. Yeah. So, so if that only- character can hold up long enough, they can they can show their resilience by getting another fate on them. Um, yeah, and as okay. we saw before, the exo- um, austere exemplar gives you a three-action clump. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I'm thinking about him and totally. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. One of the one of the big ways of firing that ability. So, yeah, maybe. And then if you want to splash Phoenix, you can splash the Phoenix card that allows you to play three spells at once. Oh lord, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so just, just play. It's just play cards. So yeah, exemplar one, yeah. two, three, four. Another action, another card, or, or you could. Yeah, oh, that's what it is. You can play the play the spell for Phoenix. You you use the austere exemplar to 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 first use the Phoenix spell. That's one card played. You play three spells. That's four cards played. You take your second action with the exemplar. You playing a card, <laughs> right? And then your oh, third then action with exemplar fire. is the high house of light. Is the fire, yeah. Okay, man, that is doable. That's pretty funny. Yeah, uh, that is doable. It's, there's a there's a there's a Johnny play for you, to say the least, right? Like, yeah, go, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe that's maybe that's the old Traxxas sector. We had a, that contest. Remember Carl about how many actions can you take during the during the deploy phase? Oh yeah. Maybe we should maybe we should come up something with something like that for the for for L five R. Maybe so. But yeah. Now, I, that, I will now tell you. we have the cards. So you're playing playing a fair bit of Dragon Monk. They are the at least the short combo players. Yeah. The most common thing you're doing is like punch, 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 basically. Hurricane, hurricane, void is like the, and the, so the, void the, the is, one you want. <laughs> so have you brought Neaten Master into that fold, or is it just all all monks? It's mostly monk right now. Having played it once, I think the monk number can come down a little bit. So Neaten Master might be one of the next ones to come in. Right. Like as, as, the, as the powerhouses. But a lot of the combos do do focus on having a monk character. That's why this pack is so like, ooh, yes. Yeah, yeah interesting. So, so how many, like, do you have a lot of attachments or is it mostly events? Um, bit of, about an even spread of both almost. Okay. Like like things like Centipede, for example, are, are absolutely amazing. Centipede Tattoo is a godsend card. Right, right. Like on saving saving honor and stopping breaks, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, because yeah. it's what, it, when you lose, you don't exhaust? Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. So it allows you to just double use those towers still. You know, like you, you, you the personal someone someone can push push in. They might get a ring effect. You probably stop them, and then you can reuse that one to swing back. Right. Yeah. And that on um, I'm saying Togashi Mitsu has covert, is right. even dumber. Like holy cow. Yeah. Well, you know, the covert is is a dragon and a crab thing, right? That's where the covert really houses. Yeah, the, game. the biggest numbers. Yeah, um, I love it. Like I've been for the interview with Tyler, I started thinking about a, a dragon, or sorry, a dragon, a crab berserker deck, and saying, you know what, maybe maybe there's enough here, and there really isn't. <laughs> yeah, I remember messing with I'm, it myself. Not really. I'm one in ten. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I played eleven I, games in Jigoku, and I've absolutely gotten hammered every time. I still have hopes for, you know, a decent amount of berserkers in the crab pack. Yeah. Now, I, what I will say is it, I think it catches a lot of folks off guard. And yeah. it is fun to play. I do enjoy playing it. So more than likely, a form of that is going to be what I play at Worlds. 
just because it's it's kind of wonky and I think there'll be some opportunity there to take some people by surprise. I just have to figure out what my dynasty deck looks like. I think my conflict deck is pretty well figured out, but my my conflict deck, my dynasty deck is is oh, I don't know. It, it seems like every flop is awful. <laughs> Well, at least you've got an. At least you're you're starting on ideas. I'm still not sure what I want to play. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm. You know, I'm seriously thinking that maybe I'll uh, give Phoenix a rest for a bit, but we'll see. Well, and that rolls into what they just released, right? They this past week, uh, FFG announced not only the prizes for Worlds, but the side events and the main schedule. <laughs> Yes. Uh, did you all see that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got a good look at it. it looks oh, like yeah. a heck of a thing. The special event uh, is a draft with Tyler Parrott. That's really cool. I, I, it's, I'm, I'm, I don't know that I'll be able to take part in this, but have I, if I wash out like I plan, like I think I will, um, <laughs> I'll be, I'll, I'll have a lot of time on my hands. So this draft sounds really fun. It does. Um, I'm looking the, forward to and it. And it looks like he's going to be holding it. Twice on Wednesday and once on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And Jeez, it's, uh, you draft busy. Legend of the Five Rings decks with developer Tyler Parrott and play three rounds. Selected players will be announced at the listed time. If you are selected and not present within five minutes, another name will be drawn. One player from each great clan will be selected for each event, resulting in seven players who will be drafting alongside and potentially against Tyler Parrott. Very cool, Tyler. Very cool. I, I I'm excited for this. It's a cost of ten dollars. We must pay at the time of entry. But what does a draft of L5R look like? That's, that's a good, the thing. It's a good question, right? <laughs> that, do you do you pack draft? Do you river or something like that? You know, is it yeah. like Cambridge style or something? So yeah. it's a very very funky one, isn't it? I don't I don't know. I think I, it's I think, and I think it's like you just use whatever dynasty deck you have, right? Like oh yeah, it has, to, it has to. It has to. If you go in a pack draft, it has to break the the regular building rules. Right. Like right. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But but like, so you one of one person from each great clan. So it sounds like you sign up as under a clan name, and then you play that stronghold or a stronghold of that clan, mm-hmm. and that's how you dra- and that's your draft. And then you're given. Then you. Yeah. It's, yeah. This is interesting. Do you, are you just drafting conflict decks then? No, so no, 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 no. I'll, I'll do. I, oh, yeah, I it's great. You, it's an interesting one, right? Yeah. I think you draft everything. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's a funky one, isn't it? Yeah, I hadn't really, hadn't really ever considered trying to draft in L five R because the decks are so bloody intricate that yeah. doing it on the fly seems seems horrifying. <laughs> you know, well, deck building is so restrictive with L five R that you really can't do it. Yeah, I guess that's the other thing. You you open rolls, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have rolls, you have strongholds, you have all that stuff that really restricts your deck building options. So, how do you do draft in this game? Yeah, right. exactly. Right. Yeah. That'll, well, I mean, well, that'll be what we learn for, learn about, right? Yeah, we'll find out. Yes, yeah. we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. all, they're all so holding uh, RPG sessions on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at two p.m. So that should be pretty uh, cool. Um, wear the mantle of the samurai and play in a three four hour session, three to four hour session of Legend of the Five Rings RPG. <laughs> Being an RPG guy, that means eight. <laughs> so <laughs> that, so that's just that's just gonna happen. <laughs> so what exactly is the clan arena? So this is so the clan arena. You play. You're just gonna have play 
for fun, but you it's a drop-in, drop-out structure. Players can join or leave the clan arena at any time throughout the weekend. Each clan's win-loss ratio will be tracked. So you come in and play a few games as a, as a re- representative of your clan. And if you win, you get a point. And then, or, you know, each the win-loss ratio will be tracked. On okay, morning. so temporary, temporary clan league, basically. Yep. If your clan has the best ratio, a copy of their character's promotional card will be given away to every player in attendance at Winter Court. Nice. That's awesome. And then, uh, so that's the clan arena. There's also the clan arena elements unlocked, which is the same thing, but in the unlocked variation, guess what? You can select any (laughs) elemental role when building your deck. So there it is. Nice. So, and that, (laughs) I... That folds in so well. Like we had our, we have our elements unbound, Jigoku tournament, and we're uh, we have the top four, and we're gonna figure out who the top two are here soon enough. So that's been really fun to play. I've only played uh, out of the five rounds. I've played f- three real games, and oh, I got <laughs> trounced in all three, um, but they were fun, and and uh, we look forward to doing that again time sometime soon. Awesome. But so, and then there's a winter court farewell as the last function, which is uh, five 60 minute Swiss rounds with an hour break. The top 16 players will receive invitations to the 2020 World Championships. And there's all kinds of information about bonus tickets. I, you know, the feeding frenzy for the bonus tickets is going to be a thing. One of the things they're doing. Because of the prize wall? Yeah, yeah, because of the prize wall. So, one of the things they're doing for days one, 1A one and B is they're giving extra bonus tickets to people who qualify, right, who get certain records. And this is bonus tickets to get things from the from the prize wall stuff? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's quite cool. a spread they have to, have so, to give us there. So. Yeah, so, let me, so if I'm understanding all this whole schedule, yeah, I'm going to need uh, a deck that I'm planning to play in the LCQ and day 1A, 1B, whatever, if I make it. Then I'm going to need an, uh, a free the rolls deck for the clan arena if I want to play in the clan arena unlocked, and then possibly a third deck for the other clan arena if I want to use something different than what I'm playing in the LCQ. So there's a possibility of needing to bring three decks to worlds. Yep. <laughs> exactly. You got it. You got. I'm not going to have any room in my. I'm not going to have any room in my bag for Keyforge. I'm going to say I'll. I'll remind you guys, we sell a very nice, like, hard case dragon shield thing that holds a whole bunch of deck boxes that you might need. Oh, yeah. I feel. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, something like that. Something like, something like a, like, I've got, I've got like a hard case flight case I use my hands and That's what I'd be thinking in terms of yeah. right now. No, well, I'm also it's pl- really cool. And then, and then you might have, you might have to, I don't know what the draft is going to end up being, but you might have to have a, a buy a box there or have space available in a, whatever box you bring. Take the stuff you with, have yeah. draft cards to bring home. <laughs> possibly uh, and uh you know I'm, I'm i'm planning to bring my daimyo deck with me and you know possibly get in a few games of that if other people there are playing it yeah, yeah that's, that's what i'm thinking about yeah so four decks is what you're saying possibly uh, at least <laughs> four, four decks on the way in mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah they're going to be doing a lot of they've got twitch and youtube they're going to be streaming uh it looks like they're going to be streaming the the world championship stuff uh, they're not going to stream. It doesn't look like they're going to stream the LCQ. We're still waiting, right, on on the numbers for the LCQ. We know at least sixty four will will uh, qualify, 
but depending on how many tickets, how many seats have been claimed, more than that might get in. So it might be a matter of just surviving the grinder that is the LCQ and getting getting that one or two one or two wins in the six rounds. <laughs> and then you is that all it'll take to, to get through? Maybe, right? Because yeah. like we don't know how many people. So gotcha. last year Sorry, there, were, two, there were north of two hundred in, in worlds last year. We don't know yeah. how many people have claimed reserve seats. So, right. How many uh, invitations have been given out, and how many throughout, like all the the ECs and the Kotai seasons and all that? And how many shows, invitations yeah. have been given out, and how many people are actually claiming those and reserving their seats? Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. That's an interesting one. That would be quite a funny situation to be in. Well, I had an awful LCQ. Let's play tomorrow. Because you know, you know uh, we. I mean, like we already know that Anil's not playing because he's going to be streaming. Yep. Anil and Chris uh, are are doing the streaming, and so there's there's. And then some people just can't come because of right. monetary reasons or work reasons or anything else, family reasons. There's all kinds of stuff. It's It'll be interesting to see. They they did a – I can't remember whether what Star Wars game it was, but Matt Holland had posted that they were looking at a hundred, maybe 100 plus, I think is what I remember. Instead of, a Landstrass, unless instead of an LCQ of 64, they were looking at an LCQ of 100 plus. Because Crazy. they've had that that how many open seats remaining? Because that's the that's what the LCQ is for, right? It's to fill worlds. So yeah, right, totally. if worlds is only a third full, then more people from the LCQ are going to qualify to fill that event. Um, right. So, <clears throat> do we know how many seats they're planning to have for each d- uh, day of each day one? I do got, you know how many? I like, got no idea. No so and so that's that's another variable that you have to think about too. Yeah. Uh, you know the the Fantasy Flight Game Center can hold what three hundred players, four hundred players. Uh, I think it's around three hundred bodies, people in the people in the center. So uh, okay. Before you're CS. looking at you're looking at ideally you have two hundred to two hundred and forty people playing a card game, right? And then you have other folks. Right. So mm. we're looking at. 200, 220, possibly whatever, something like that for seats for just available seats in day 1A and that again for day 1B, possibly. Mm-hmm. With, uh, was it like a cut to top 32? It's a cut to, well, it's a cut to the, uh, at the end of the it, it, first it, rounds, players oh, wait. Will, oh, oh, that's what it is. 42 tournament points will advance to day two. And it says structure 65-minute elimination rounds until a winner is crowned with a one-hour break after the top 16 cut. Right. So 42. So you have to go four and two. Right. Having gotten a point in, in each of the losses. Um, if you take a zero point, if you take a modified loss, then you're not going to get in. But four mm-hmm. and two will get you to day two. So it could be a, a truckload of folks gets to day two. But then... The, the top 32 are the ones that get the prizes. Right. Interesting. So, so, so considering that they've got, between day 1A and day 1B, 400 seats. Easy. That's kept, yeah. Uh, that would be capacity, yeah. Right. You know, split between the two, obviously. You know, that's, how many people are going to play in the LCQ? There's a, there's a real good chance that, <laughs> those people who you know win a game in the LCQ 
get to advance or something like that. How many people play in the LCQ and number of people they're planning to seat for each of day one? Yeah, a lot, a lot of space left on, on the later day, basically, if you make, if you do get anything. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah. pretty open, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's it's odd that uh, upon reflection, you know, think back to when this was all, these invite only was first announced and I was at least been out of shape, right? I'll freely admit that. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, anybody and everybody can show up. But yeah, it, I mean, it is what it is. I, I still get to go. I still get to see folks. I get to be a part of the be a part of this community and engage with folks in the community. It's it's well, really quite cool, and that's what I want. I just want my pizza party, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I want to go. I want to play some L five R. I want to just have a good weekend. You know, I I'm not going there to try and really necessarily be the world champ. I mean, if if I do that well, that's great. But there's a lot of people out there that are better players than I am. Well, I, I want my cigar party. That's it. That's yeah, that'll want. be fun. That's what I want. There now, you go. one of the things they did announce, we, we, we've talked about the schedule and everything else, but they also announced a huge amount of prize wall stuff. So they've got the akin to previous years. They have these silver and gold bordered cards. Uh, Mia Satoshi, Display of Power, Iuchi uh, Wayfinder, Watch Commander, Political Rival, Hand to Hand. So they have a lot of these available on the prize wall. They have a World Championship deck box that you can get. It looks like it's cardboard that, yeah, featuring art from uh, the Spear Rushes Fourth, which is also yeah. the mat that you get. Yeah, that's a really nice piece so, too. Yeah, if there's nothing else that gets you to incentivizes you to participate in the LCQ and try to get into the World Championships, it's that participation prizes are are awesome. Well, yeah, the the, to, awesome. the um the, the token bag. Yeah, the, the token token bag. token bag the token bag and rings get me. That's like wow. Yeah, the token really, bag, really nice. the rings, a full set of uh, a clan card with this gold mm-hmm. or brass border. And then the mat with the spear rushes uh, forth artwork. So wait, I'm oh, looking amazing. at the I'm looking at the article, and for the under participation, it says you know depending on your chosen faction, each player who participates will get a set of promotional character cards, mm-hmm. the black frame with the gold trim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Players will also receive a play mat and deck box. Mm-hmm. Yep, the spear rushes forth art. And then simply for participating, you get a drawstring token bag and a set of metal ring tokens. Yes. Trust me. Trust me. This made me go. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> even even that. I'm like, how, how, how quick can I get home? And can players, I get away with this? Wow! All players who make it to day two receive an imperial favor token. Yep. Yes. Yeah. No, the, the, the 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 amount of swag given out if you make it anywhere near thirty two is quite ridiculous and gets well, that's, sillier, sillier that's after That's just that. participation stuff. Yep. Yeah. Just participation. So, was last year's world like that swag heavy? No. No, this is nuts. <laughs> this one, this one is. That's why I was like, "Holy cow! Look at this stuff." It wasn't you swag know? heavy. It was all based on tickets, and that's why you had a lot of L five R players playing in Game of Thrones events just to get the freaking tickets because they wanted L five R stuff. And L now L now FFG is done right and realized, you know what? Let's not have that. Let's just give them this stuff as a matter of course they're making the effort for they're making the effort to come to minnesota you know the top 32 get uh, another set of cards and 
honor dial. An honor dial. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's a nice honor dial. Yep. In the crane way thing, and then top sixteen Close get it, yeah. more cards, and the twenty wooden honor tokens. Which is nice right. and drive and drive anyone going for an honor victory nuts. Yep. And so the top. <laughs> <laughs> that took a second, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. Well, I just, I just, know, I know the people 20. I play with. <laughs> yeah. like, the top eight get uh, uh, their choice of depending on what clan they're playing. I think they get some yeah. hats. <clears throat> yeah, really good art too. Crikey. And provinces. And provinces. Yes. Top four get Hatamoto. Uh, clan specific Hatamoto mats and of course the champion gets probably one of the best pieces of art I've seen on a mat that's pretty darn evocative yes oh so there's a lot of things of waiting for folks who get into the main event and travel make that trip to Minnesota yeah Um, totally it's it'll be it'll be really exciting I I I look forward to it I I think I'm gonna end up probably playing in the draft (laughs) Honestly. That sounds like the craziest or, or thing, to be fair. To, trying to. Yeah. That does sound love, like the nuttiest one. So. I would love to get that, that metal Imperial favor token, but I'm probably not going to make it to day two. Yeah. Yeah, the day two is a stretch for me, I think. <laughs> I will say, if for some reason that they're in they're in some way giving out spare versions of the um, rings, I'll take those. I'll yeah, take it out. Yeah. <sighs> I cannot see it, but you never know. They might have them on the prize wall. Honestly. Oh yeah, point. If they do, yeah, because they, the they, they did have uh, at the Co- at the Denver Cote, they had a set of rings on the prize wall. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, point. Mm-hmm. Would like that. So that's... I don't know if it's the same set of rings that they're offering for this, which it looks. I think they're different, but yeah. And so I would expect the the partic- I would expect because they've done this before in the past. Um, I would expect the participation prizes to all be available in the prize wall, like you like the box, right? We're gonna mm-hmm. get right. the LC the. Participants in the main event will also get a box and a drawstring, right? Mm-hmm. So, so we already know that those are going to be available in the prize wall. So the participation prizes for the prize the four worlds will most likely be available in the prize wall as well, right? It might be mm-hmm. expensive, it might be hard to get, but they'll be there. The things that won't be on the prize wall are going to be the the imperial favor token. And yeah. the 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 other top thirty two, top sixteen stuff. They want that to be select to those people. Totally, that'd totally. be my guess. It would line up with what we've seen before, like you said, mm-hmm. at the at the Cote version of things. Yeah, mm-hmm. completely. So neat stuff. It's uh, I'm, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Now here's the question that that we had for Tyler, and and Tyler was talking about the Lion Pack, and we haven't talked about the Lion Pack cards yet. Um. So as we close here. What do you, having looked at that, having skimmed this lion pack, these cards, what stands out to you? Well, those who serve is interesting. Yeah, that's that's a brush deck, right? That's those who serve is the one that re- reduces the cost of each dynasty char- or char- character you play during the dynasty phase. During yeah. the dynasty phase, yeah. By one, yeah, to a minimum of zero. That's interesting. I just realized this. You could play conflict characters. Yes. You can always play huh. conflict characters during the dynasty phase. Yep. So, but you could play them for less expensive. That's yeah. So if you've got those who serve in your hand and yeah. like Kachiko in your hand, 
you're getting a cheaper Kachiko <laughs> during the dynasty phase. Yep. Yep. Or I don't know if that's worth it, but it's, it's you know, it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's something you can do. <laughs> it's it that that's just the first thing that sprung to my mind. Yeah. Oh, Demaru's in here. I knew there was something with Scorpion. Uh, getting like a free uh, Haruma Skirmisher or something like that would be good. And the problem with uh, Skirmisher, right? Because Skirmisher would then not get Covert, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's yeah. a lot of characters that you would not play, conflict characters that you would not play during yeah. the Dynasty phase because all sense is lost, right? But Yeah, because um, actually... Okay, fine. How about an uh, Emperor Hantai for five instead of six? Yeah, oh, no, period. that's good. Yeah, yeah just, getting, just getting the cost down. Yeah, trust me, I yeah. played against that the other day. Holy shit! Well, there's, there's, I mean, there's some like the the one that I'm playing with. I'm testing out a little bit now is the, um, oh man, I'm gonna forget this character. It's the two cost crab conflict character that doesn't bow while you have composure, right? It's uh, a air roll. I can't bring it to mind. I know what you mean though, but I can't bring it to mind. Yeah, yeah, a little pain in the backside. Anyhow, you can play her because that's a one less cost, and there's no, there's no. It, it, might, it might telegraph that you want composure, but other than that, it's not a big deal. You can also play um, Stoic Gunso, right? But those are surprises. The the value of conflict characters comes in their surprise. Yeah. Well, like you say, maybe at that point you're building a different type of conflict deck. You're building it where the characters in there are just meant to be characters you want, and they're just another they're just another um, extra set of characters you get you know what i'm saying yeah. you want a character heavy deck so yeah. at that point yeah take the take the cost reduction warden of the damned for two instead of three and you can put yeah. fate on him so and some really nasty freebies honestly that's one of the big things to watch out for there mm-hmm. getting mm-hmm. cards down for nothing so yep yep so what do you think Kai- yeah. well, the whole the whole pack is pretty nuts i mean kayud nakoma starts with 13 honor yeah, yeah. Uh, Matsu Suko, who is now Bushi champion, uh, she uh, after this character wins a conflict as the attacker against a non-stronghold province, if you are more honorable than your opponent, break the attacked province. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. one of those like it's it's a reverse pilgrimage, right? Right. Basically, if you can, like, if you can get yeah. if you can get her out turn one, and and possibly stand her once, you can maybe get two province breaks turn one. Yeah, maybe no, no, reaction only happens once, right? But you can well, yeah, you can break true. you can break true. You can get a true break on the second one. Yeah, I think right. she's far scarier mid late game. She is when you're, on your, when you're on your kill turn. Someone someone can't afford just to let you to get a ring win. Yeah, yeah. That's but the, she that's, says that's non stronghold. She yeah, specifies no. non stronghold though. So. Yeah, so you're on your, you're on your two breaks. You're heading towards your third. Yeah. They defend enough to hold, hold, and and they def- and they defend enough and go well as long as the ring, as long as only the ring effect, I don't care. She's no, no, I break and I'm straight onto the stronghold. Yeah, that that rolling, yeah. that rolling effect could be really scary late game. And Just, then yeah. and then and then if she's out and you have and you're playing a coma stronghold, this is as Tyler mentioned, this is the rock in a hard place, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no like, good choice. Okay, either yeah. I lose or you win. I'm not sure which one I want. And it's Tyler put it very well when he says, I am an honorable lion, so I will allow you to decide your, your the manner of your demise, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, you can, you can awesome. pick. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then throwing out some of the um, the non, non-lion cards, too, I'm reminded that um, Shoshoro Denmaru is in here. Um, yeah. Each honored character controlled by an opponent has a base glory of zero. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of a hard counter card, but damn, that's a crazy one. You know, Would you, that's a... you know I've heard... Because it's a, 
I don't know. He's a dynasty character. Would, does he compete for the two slot? Two for two one is perfectly solid. There's not a whole lot of high military in um. There are better. There, there are better military options, but that's about right for Scorpion stuff. And as a as a matchup card in in circumstances where an, a massive honor meta kicks up without any doubt whatsoever, you know, basically, yeah. it's an interesting one. Yeah. But yeah, I, know, I mean, just just how nutty that character is. Any any blank I mean, Scorpion seems to like blanket effects like that. You know, obviously we got cutting magistrate on the on the old restricted for that reason. Right. But that's that's mad. What do you all think of uh, Total Warfare? The attachment, the two cost attachment, that is a battlefield. Attached to an unbroken province limit, one battlefield attachment per province, force reaction after a player loses a conflict at the attached province, character must sacrifice a participating character. Ooh, oh yeah. More of, the, more of those, um, yeah, sure. You know, coming come over, right? You realize that yeah, the, no. there's, there's, that the, I don't know that anybody, in listening to podcasts and seeing some posts, I don't know that anybody has realized you can put this on your stronghold. Nothing stopping you. Yeah. Yeah, nothing stopping you at all. Put in a stronghold, and and we're just gonna go. And if I'm lying, I'm okay with losing a a, sh, uh, a little guy, right? If I happen to lose. Um, yeah. But if you're attacking, that, <clears throat> it's an interesting one. That, on, on, on stronghold, uh, it gets interesting because you you're gonna you're gonna lose a character, and, yeah, or you no. can put it on your opponent's. Or you can put it on your opponent's stuff, too. Yeah, it's unbroken. Put it on that yours. seems more interesting oh, to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's like putting it on your opponent's provinces seems a little more interesting to me. Mm-hmm. That uh, I don't like. Yes, you could put it on your stronghold, but uh, I'm not sure if that's a great play. Honestly, you, I think you want this card earlier than that to put on your non-stronghold provinces before they break. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Because if it is on the stronghold, then I can see it. Maybe um, too little, too late. If it's on the yeah, stronghold, yeah, I, I can see it. I can see it killing a, a poke character. You know, you're doing your early mm-hmm. salty to find out what's over there, mm-hmm. um, and that's okay, cool. If it's on the break turn, no one cares because that right. character's probably not coming back, right? right, right. Could, you know, all, all things being considered, um, and obviously it's not much use when you're doing the main. Someone's doing the main charge on your opponent's one. That's an interesting mind game because obviously they can just not defend. So maybe it just becomes like a mini covert. You know, don't send your dude there. I'll kill him. You know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. I think that's. A, I think that's a more thinky card to play than immediately, initially looks. You know, right yeah. now they, there's a there's a character in here, Kitsu Motso, Kitsu Motso. Yeah, three three three. He's a Bushi commander. If during a conflict in which a character is participating, if you had fewer cards in your hand than your opponent, choose a character your opponent that component controls. Move it to the character. So it's a harpoon. So Mozo is a harpoon, so you can pull somebody in to a total warfare province. I'm I'm more interested in that guy, period. It's a conditional yeah. harpoon, it's a harpoon on a three cost character. That's pretty freaking scary. Yeah. Yeah. It's and I think I don't know, it's a commander, so there's a lot of stuff. There's there's quite a few things that trigger off commander, right? Uh-huh. Well the three three yeah. with two glory is really nice. Particularly when presumably you're going the the honor route, you know. Or at least having a lot of honoring. And then, of course, there's the honor run deck, which is Kensen Nogaka, right? After you lose a conflict at this province, each honor each defending character. <laughs> You're like, yeah, okay, yeah, I lost. You win. <laughs> honor everybody. And the way we talk about here, I'm, I'm waiting for. I lost here. I lose a guy, and everyone else get. Everyone else starts working harder. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> a lot harder. And, and I honor out. 
I mean, they only yeah. need you only need twelve honor points for goodness freaking sake. Yeah, that's right? that's. I mean, like I said the other day I was playing. I uh, had a dragon deck where I almost dishonored someone. I was on seventeen, paying no attention to it. Yeah, and so yeah, so you realize without any concern about trying to gain honor at all, you can get a hell of a lot. Twelve is not much. No, yeah, twelve no, is not is. much at all. Not yeah. when you have not when you have two you know two maybe three characters going out each turn. Yeah, even at, at that point, yeah. Right. You you happen to hit the air ring a couple times. You're sitting north of twenty. Boom. Yeah, easily. Right. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's exactly. It's a, all of a sudden, it's I have three cards and you have four cards because we're both bidding one right yep so i can so i can see you know a deck built around Cayude nakoma honor general and kitsu spirit color Mm -hmm. that you know that's a good basis for an honor running deck with this pack a good starting point there's plenty of other toys but yeah yeah but yeah so you've got i mean and that's just off the top of my head without really looking through cards uh, yeah, and Kensen Nogaka is sort of an auto include. Matsu Gohai is makes things interesting. So yeah, you could do some interesting, interesting decks with this. Yeah, deck. there's definitely some some honor running here. Uh, there's the tactical ingenuity, which is a if you attach to a commander character during conflict in which characters participating, search the top four cards of your conflict deck for an event, reveal it, and add it to your hand. Hmm, I wonder what way of lion event. The lion might be interested in Way of Lion, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> what, are you, what are you gonna get, Way of Lion, hand to hand? Like, there's, there's plenty of them. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. Very cool, very cool stuff. I, I look forward to Sal Placencia having a heyday and having a great. I look forward to talking to all the L5R Lions players and hearing what kind of fun they're having. I hope. <laughs> at the uh, at the world championships, and I already played a deck the other week that would basically just immediately smack this um this province um, stronghold in. But yes, please. Yep. Yep. Lamb, ready to go. Oh yeah. Yep. I wish I played Lion more often, and I wish we had the cards. Honestly, I don't know when they're coming. They said they would be legal for worlds. So we didn't so we, you and Carl, Carl and I didn't you and I Carl do the math and yeah, basically say it was like again. October twenty third or something that that it would need to be out by yeah something like yeah because it, well, it has to be 11 fourth, days yeah. before the start of worlds right yeah it's yeah. the fourth right yeah so uh let me see go to the um the, go to go to the place of um of uh, eternal lies the uh ffg upcoming page yeah oh um, it's still it's yeah, still on the boat yeah yeah still showing on the boat so yeah nothing no 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 info there whatsoever so, but, uh, well october fair, 25th on, on, on the boat from the since like may so yeah, <laughs> yeah. whatever so yeah, no info there. Nothing. October twenty fifth would have to be the day that it releases in order to make it legal for the last chance qualifier at Worlds. Friday hit, right? Yeah. So So they've got two weeks basically. Yeah. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, Three ten, weeks. eleven. Yep. Yeah. Three weeks. It's it's entirely possible. We'll see what goes. Anything else we want to talk about with respect to the Lion Pack? Lion Lion Pack. No. I'm I'm disappointed that the Crab Pack won't be out. Yeah. Yeah, we'll but find out, right? It is what it is. We'll the crab will arise again. Right? <laughs> Sideways. Sideways. Yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah, side sidle interview. <laughs> yeah, some really cool stuff at Worlds. Some really I I'm I'm excited to if not participate in the draft with Tyler, hearing about it and watching it maybe played. It should be fun. 
Should be fun. They've got some. I, I have to give props to to those involved with this organization. They uh, they know what's going on. They've they've it's been it's been a, it's taken a few years, but they figured it out. You've got the cool stuff together. Let's see how it plays, eh? Yeah, yeah. A- anything else on Lion Pack, guys? No. Yeah, I think we're waiting, waiting to see that, how, how that impacts, right? Okay. Now, uh, one thing we uh, we talked I talked lightly about this um, earlier. But we have the Elements Unbound. We're in the top four for that bracket. So a Christian, Asgalore is my dad, Fleepa Zero, and Lamber Shazpie. Shazby? Lander Shazby? Lamber Shazby? Lamber Hazpie? I don't know what it is. Anyways, keep, keep, keep the day job, dude. Don't you? Yeah. Those are, those are our top four. So for the top four, uh, we hadn't announced um, prizes yet, but... For the top four, we are going to be uh, awarding province sleeves, Art of Warcast province sleeves for the top two players. Uh, we have full art provinces left over from our regionals here for the top four. So they're going to get a full set of the uh, roll-locked provinces. And so for the people, the, the top 16, top 18, I, I know that I think 18 finished out tournament so for those 18 people we'll be giving you something as well i'll be in touch on the discord channel through that so keep an eye out folks all right Mm -hmm. Uh, one thing what i want to do mention is is obviously we're doing this remotely because carl doug and i have had a hell of a schedule um yeah i've work has uh spiked for me at least my work time and also my time as a soccer dad has spiked uh, a lot in the last few weeks. Uh, that'll be over with in the next couple of weeks. Carl had an MTG re- pre-release event that took up his time for an entire weekend. And Doug is celebrating some special events in the next couple of weeks. So we'll be taking a little hiatus, a little bit more hiatus. We'll be back in early November uh, for a recording just before Worlds. Um, because some of us are getting old and going to uh, a 30th high school reunion in a couple of weeks. Gotta um, say, man, do you remember anyone from that? <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I don't have a... oh no! <laughs> oh, went, fair play. I went to my 20th. It was pretty fun. I, I, but there's going to awesome. be people here who weren't there at, that I really want to see, and so it should be a, it should be a hoot. Um, oh, that's sweet. I'm going to St. Louis. I'll be in St. Louis this week uh, for a academic conference. So. Uh, if you listen and you're in St. Louis, shoot me a message. Uh, maybe we can meet up and and shoot the shit, right? Uh, awesome. It's a work trip, so I'll, I have a lot of work to do, but <laughs> it's one of those things. But otherwise, we're busy, but we are. I, I, I'm my juices are getting flowing for worlds. Uh, if only I could figure out how to work that crab berserker deck. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting we're getting oh, games man. going on. And there's some there's some momentum building. So yeah, yeah, it's all goes. It's cool. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to all our Patreon supporters. Uh, if you're interested in supporting our efforts, check out patreon.com slash Art of Warcast. Uh, Smokes, Tokes, and Rokugan is coming uh, November 8th at Joe Sensors. Uh, put it on your calendar now. Uh, we've talked about the Elements Unbound tournament, and we're going to get prizes out for that. And that should be really, really fun. Uh, one thing that's also recently happened that caused the kink in things is I had not only my my laptop that i edit this program on that hard drive crashed so i have it into the shop trying to recover the files uh hopefully i'll recover those files 
And Ouch. then uh, I also had the my hard my external hard drive that was the backup to all the stuff that no longer works. So, um, wow. yeah. So I had a double whammy. So, uh, hopefully I take it in the pants for everybody else. Um, <laughs> but it has the, the external hard drive is the one is the kicker. Cause yeah, that, no one, kidding. that one has uh, 15 years of, of pictures and recordings and other things, uh, family and otherwise on it. And so Yowch. we're paying through the nose for recovering that stuff. Um, yeah, so uh, let this be a lesson. We didn't pay for cloud services for the last 10 years. So we're paying for the cloud services that we didn't have all at once. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. Uh, Unfortunately so. And then we're going to be, we're going to be doing backups of backups of backups, I think Holy for cow. the next, uh, for the next decade. So uh, for anyone who thinks that their hard drive, external hard drive might be the safe place to do it, has safe space to have their stuff. That's not necessarily the case. <laughs> Maybe not. Apparently, wow. Did you did you leave your external hard drive plugged in all the time? We had it attached to our network, so yes, it was plugged ah. in. And that's hmm. where I realized my mistake is the is whenever we clicked on it or something, if it started up, because it would sleep, right? Yeah, of course. But if we clicked on it while we were in a computer, it would start up and it might not sleep for an hour. So it wore out. A little bit of wall down. Jeez, mm -hmm. yeah. No so that's that's it. That's my piece of uh that's my piece of advice for all of you out there with things that you value that are on computer devices that may or may not give out unbeknownst to you. <laughs> maybe maybe don't randomly poke them. Yeah. <laughs> don't randomly poke them all at night for ten years. Yeah. No. Nope. <laughs> Advice for life. If you'd like to join the discussion, have ideas for future episodes, feedback, or questions for us, you can contact us at artofforecast at gmail.com, via Twitter at artofforecast, via Facebook, or leave a comment in the episode's comment section. Please review us on iTunes. It helps other Rokugani find us. If you'd like to support us, check us out at patreon.com slash artofforecast. Thank you for listening. And remember, honor, honor is the deadliest, deadliest weapon. weapon.